listeners, and welcome back to another week. I'm Ryan. And I'm Casey, and this is I Kid You Not Podcast. Today we're going to be discussing I Love Being a Fall Basic Bee. Yeah, we're going to embrace our inner basic bitch, um, especially in the fall. I feel like of all the seasons, fall feels the most basic of the seasons for me. Um, perhaps that's just me. I but just, I think it provides yeah. the most basic material, you know? It is really. You go back to really the roots, the simplicity of life. Yeah. We're, <laughs> I mean, we're not exactly churning butter, but we're outside more. Outside in a, you know, picking pumpkins and apples and things like that. So I guess it's just like our forefathers. Once I dead. Love- <laughs> I mean, I love going out, crisp weather. You feel... That fresh yeah. air, it's still warm enough that you don't have to like bundle up in winter gear and um, you can enjoy being out at night and, you know, you could stroll around. I feel like it's date season. It's activity season. It's definitely date season. I think winter is clearly the most, at least if you live in New York or the Northeast or a cold state, winter is definitely the most inactive of yeah, the hiber- season. Hibernation. That's hibernation. <laughs> but fall is like... You know, summer, and for me, like, over the summer, if I miss the beach on a weekend, I am next level angry. Like, I'm like, oh, you want me to go to a wedding? No. You want to get married? It's summer. I don't have, this. how much beach time do I possibly have that you're chomping in on my beach weekends? I get really shocked. Shocked you're saying that because as much as you love beaches, I feel like you love weddings, so. I do love weddings, and I love activity. (laughs) But that's why I appreciate the fall and the spring so much because, like, you're not taking away from my beach time. And it's still nice out where, like, you're not sweating. You're not, like, there's nothing worse than being at a wedding when it's so hot that your makeup is dripping off, that you're worried that your, like, sweat marks are showing through a dress, you know? Your hair is, like, frizzed and froed out of control. Hair's done. From all the humidity. (laughs) Yeah. So, like, a nice fall wedding. That's, like, and I know, really, I mean, summer is really, like, wedding season spring summer but let's embrace the fall wedding let's embrace all fall all right before we dive in on our fall how was your how was your week how have you been i've been great i mean it's been uneventful over here but yeah it's been good how about you i had a week i'm jealous of your (laughs) uneventful week it was one of those weeks where like the beginning of the week felt like a month ago by the time i hit friday you know it just was a long one um, but one positive thing, we both got our hair done this week. Yeah, so we did. That we, was much needed on, on, yes. on all ends. Yeah. I think that we're like, we're in like our second season housewife era in that, you know, this podcasting is new for both of us. <laughs> and also I think being like so open on social media is new for both of us and like active on social media and in our posting, like we're active in our stalking, but not necessarily in our posting. And I feel like seeing ourselves, you're like, oh, damn, my roots are bad. Or like, I need color. Um, what's with the lighting? So I think I, I'm i happy for both of us that it's- we're approaching by episode three, the reels you see, we will both have our hair at our best because it only goes downhill from here for the next three months hair wise. <laughs> Definitely uncommon territory and completely uncomfortable, but knowing what we're doing, we're signing up for full steam ahead on all fronts, which I think 
in some reality, I think it's going to be really good for us because it's going to build confidence of putting ourselves out there, getting thicker skin, um, with just not caring, um, and just being more bold. Maybe that will help with us going date, going on dates. Maybe it'll help with dating. Yeah, maybe that will just build us up a bit to build our confidence to do things that we would never do. And yeah. um, and so that's how I see it. I think with all of that said, with it helping our dating, what are your thoughts? Because I know, I'm curious to hear what you have to say about this because I know you're not like a, you're not a fruit person. You're not eating all the pumpkin crap. What would you, how would you feel if a guy like for a first date was like, let's go to a fall festival or like, let's go apple picking? I would be so excited. Right? Because I, yeah, because I like doing activities. So even though I don't know what makes a good apple, I don't know how it's supposed to feel. <laughs> I have zero idea what it tastes like. I don't even know the last time I've had an apple. Maybe I was six, but I love the activity. I would, I'll take me. Let's go. I'm yeah, in. You like the act of picking an apple? Okay. I want to see how many I get in the basket. I want to like pick out the pumpkins. I want to, you know, I want to do all of it. I want to eat it. Yeah. I want to drink it. But I'm in it. That is so interesting to me because I love a fall festival. So I think that would be like when we were talking a couple weeks ago about like ideal first dates. If you're meeting a girl in the fall and if you're a man and you're listening, that is a great first date option to throw out there. Like, hey, should we hit? I mean, just literally Google it in Long Island at at the very least from like mid-September, I want to say, like literally since right after Labor Day. Till like almost Thanksgiving, there's some kind of fall festival or activity happening in every town all over Long Island. Oh, yeah. That's a home run if a guy to me were like, let's go pumpkin picking for a day. Yeah, it's pretty yes. much it's pretty much it until Christmas. Like there's yeah. not because then it gets cold. No one wants to go out. And a lot yeah. of these festivals are free to get in. And then you just have to like buy the overpriced hot chocolate and food and pumpkins that I are there. Love- but still. I love the overpriced hot chocolate. I know. I mean, I know, again, that you're not into the pumpkin anything. I tried for the first time. I held out for years. We have a friend who literally, in August, when the pumpkin drinks come out, she switches to pumpkin beer, pumpkin lattes, all of it. And I'm like, mm-hmm. what? It's August. Like, I'm still drinking high noons in the sands, and you're showing up <laughs> with a pumpkin latte? Come on. But, so... I think for that reason, because I'm always just like shitting on her for this, I've always like shied away from the pumpkin coffee. And I, for the first time last week, indulged in my first pumpkin latte, a pumpkin chai tea latte. I got to tell you, it was fucking amazing. <laughs> and I was so mad about it. I was like, damn, this is delicious. Um, not that I so- want to drink it in the summer. I don't even like like a pumpkin beer. Like I, I get the rim. The rim, the cinnamon rim, sugar rim is fucking delicious. I just like that word. <laughs> this the cinnamon sugar rim. Rim. <laughs> when you yeah. first said that, I'm like, what? Sounds a little it sounds dirtier <laughs> than it's meant to. I love a cinnamon sugar rim, but pumpkin beer is just so heavy. <laughs> it's so heavy that like I can't have more than one. I feel like the episode of Friends with Phoebe. <laughs> she can't. Which one? The, there's like so many bloopers where they're like trying to get forward, but Phoebe can't stop laughing so hard every time they say the line. 
that word to me is just getting me. That's it. I can't stop laughing. So, yes, I'm not a big, like, fall drink person, but I am, like, a fall. I like all the fall desserts. Like, I love a pumpkin pie and an apple pie and, you know, a fall. Like, today, what did I make? Oh, today I baked because we're finally celebrating my mom's birthday tomorrow. So I made this um, pecan apple crumb cake. I have to tell you, my apartment smells fucking delicious. I made this thing at, I don't know, 9.30 in the morning. It's 6 p.m. right now, and my house still smells amazing. I love it. I have to say, fall brings in the baked goods. My mom goes hard. She's She's a big homemade baker, everything from scratch. And we, starting with my dad on October 23rd, um, then my mom and then me, it's like birthday straight into holidays. So it's just like baking for two months straight. And who needs a candle? You know, you got the fresh goods. Yeah. I don't need a candle. Um, so you're like at the start of your birthday season for your family right now, huh? Yeah. Kicks yeah, into kinda, high. It yeah. just, it folds right into the holidays. So you just get right hit into left the and right. Yeah. So your mom's just baking up a storm. God bless her. Yeah. Do you ever bake with her? You know, she's one of those people where she likes the control of the kitchen and she does not I want do you too. there. I like, respect that. She's like, get the hell out of my space. This is my space. I get it. I like, I get that because I like baking or like cooking. Like I always feel like calm when I'm doing it. You know, it's like this Zen moment for me that I can just like, I don't, it's like almost thoughtless, even though you're not, but like, you're really supposed to be like following this recipe. And especially with baking, it's like a science. If you fuck it up, like one thing, you're done. Um, So it has that calmness though, just like, this is like, you have to do this and you have to follow this. But then I do like when I bake with my niece and my nephew, I love it. Like, but it is a lot more hectic and chaotic and you kind of have to just like, let go and let God and be like, okay, this kitchen is going to be a mess. They're going to be all over the place. There might be some shells in in the pie because God forbid they let anyone else crack an egg. But <laughs> but yes, I would say I'm more of a fall treats person than a fall drinks person. Yeah, I'm kind of shocked that you like so much pumpkin treats and not drinks. I know. You know what it is? I think, again, like it's probably some of my stubbornness and just even the world. Like, why are you putting out fall drinks and fall beer in August. Let me hang on to the end of my summer. Don't rush this. (laughs) You have plenty of time. Take like use your time wisely. And then I also don't like that like pumpkin has taken over the world. We were like in researching this, I'm looking at all the pumpkin things. There's pumpkin cream cheese. There's pumpkin cookies. It's a bit out of control. Like I like a good old fashioned pumpkin pie. Do I want a pumpkin cream cheese on my bagel? Fuck no, I don't. Well, they do pumpkin soup. They do, well, they also do butternut squash. Like they, I was you just know. gonna say, I maybe I could see myself getting into pumpkin soup because I like butternut squash, butternut squash soup. That's another word, by Tongue the way, sister. that makes me, well, it always makes me think of friends with Joey when he's like, squatter nut bosh. Um, <laughs> Every Friends episode that's Thanksgiving related is, oh. is guarantee home hit. So, Friends had the best Thanksgiving episodes out of any show. I, if anyone can find a series that does better Thanksgiving episodes, please share them. 
because I would say for me, it's like Friends does the best Thanksgiving episodes. The Office is the owner of Christmas episodes. They crush a Christmas episode and Friends crushes a Thanksgiving episode. I also feel like fall is the Hibernation start of season is in- coming. Yeah, and like it's the start of getting into your like fall shows. So, you know. Yes, it is the start of like a lot of, you know, the major TV lineups, at least back <laughs> in the day when it was like, no streaming, right? And it was just like the major networks. Like I used to like get pumped for my shows to come back in September, October. Yes. I've waited three months for 90210 and it's finally back. Oh, I know. Oh. Um, <clears throat> I have a funny question, or I'm just curious. Would you go to a haunted house on a first date? If you bring me to the haunted house, I will use I will use you as a body shield. I will chuck yes. you in front of everything that's happening. You, it is every man for itself. So if you want to date me and take me on a first date to a haunted house, just know I will get violent with you and I will move you in the way of anything that is jumping at me until we get out. And I might be yeah. trembling in the process. So I don't know. I mean, it's really up to them whether or not they want to partake. But that is who I am to the core. I am petrified. I'm with you. As much as I, like, love a scary movie, when you take me to a haunted house, I'm actually a complete fucking psychopath. Like, (laughs) it is. And it's, I don't get it. Like, it's the same logic going into it that I have with a scary movie. Like, you know this isn't real. But yet, I'm fucking terrified. I have literally, like, been yelled at by the people working. Because they're people, right? They're getting paid to do this. I, they're like, a lot of them are, like, actors or, like, aspiring actors. And I have been yelled at by plenty an aspiring actor for, like, kicking them when I'm... (laughs) Yeah, you get violent. I mean, the one thing I hate about haunted houses are you walk in, they do the scare, right? Mm -hmm. And then you're moving forward. And then when they come and creep up behind you, when you think that part of the haunted house is over... I'm not down with that. I'm not okay with it. Like, if I've passed you, that should be game over. On We're to done. The next vic- on to the next victim. Right. And uh, I, that, I hate when they come back out of the woodworks. That, I scre- I can't. 1,000% agree. I'm like, okay, I've already moved on. Like, go to the next person. There's someone coming in behind me. Worry about scaring them. <laughs> Leave me alone. So I think I will have to take a firm stance on... Pumpkin and apple picking or a fall festival, yes, for a first date. Haunted house, you've got to, like, really know me. You've got to, <laughs> you might, you might have to be in love with me. Otherwise, you're running for the fucking hills when you go. They're probably going to leave the first day and be like, oh my God, this chick is so yeah. violent. I'm afraid she's going to be That bitch is wild. But think about it. What they should be thinking is that I would protect us. <laughs> Oh, yeah, sure. Sure, yeah, that's it. If this were a real haunted house, you could rely on me to not back down (laughs) in the face of this fucking monster. Now, I will say that um, I wouldn't mind a first date with the maze. The maze is innocent. Oh, like a corn maze? Yeah, I don't mind that. I don't mind that either. What scares me about mazes is that, like, I truly think I would could get lost in one and not find my way out. Like to me that they did oh, that you for need the a buddy one year. You need a buddy system. They did totally. that for the challenge one year, remember? It was like to see who got into the finale. 
like the yeah, end recent. of it it was yeah it was recent and it like they had to go through a corn maze and i was like scared for them i was like it was so suspenseful because i'm like who's gonna get out of this maze like oh, i could I... see me being fully stuck in a maze like oh i love off- it i I love puzzles. I love all those do things. Do you? I do. I will sit there just on my downtime where I just want to feel relaxed. I like do puzzles. I love it. So for me, I just, I find excitement. Like I'm going to get through this thing and I'm going to do it fast. They say puzzles are like good for the brain case. So yeah, that's why I do really them. work in the brain. Yeah. I love that yeah. for you. Thanks. Um, <laughs> I will say that my favorite fall activity not a haunted house, believe it or not, but my favorite fall activity is hitting the vineyards. This could be specific to like a New York or California thing, depending on where you live, because we are fortunate enough that in Long Island, the vineyards are like a 90 minute drive from us. And you could go for the day, you can go for the night, the weekend. Um, and there's just so many of them out there, out on the east end of Long Island. And it is my happy place, honestly. Yeah, the, the North Fork Going is beautiful. Beautiful. Yeah. Like a vineyard. If you want to take me pumpkin picking somewhere that also has a vineyard on its property, home run. I might ask you to marry me if that's your idea of the first date. <laughs> well, because right they also there. like wind up doing live bands and it just winds up being like such yes. a cool, random Love the day. Love music. I love a spontaneous type of day where you just yeah. fold into these things that you didn't realize was there and you just have this great time and meet all these random people and um, yeah, you just have fun. It's just, yeah, Roll that's a fun. It. Even yeah. like for friends, we did, we've done it plenty where we've gone to the wineries and the vineyards at least one year for my birthday, we did like a long weekend or I think maybe even just a regular weekend where we got like a house in South Holt and did wineries and I don't think we went out at night at all I don't even think we went out to dinner we just ordered food in every night yeah and went to the wineries during the day and I gotta say that was like one of my favorite birthdays I had a blast well I always bring it up to you that's one of my favorites of yours too we it was just a girl's getaway um two days some of them only stayed overnight and we just I don't know. We were just drinking and like laughing. And I mean, I, it did not stop laughing the whole night. Caution we were just, way. we were just having a blast and it's just nice to just get away and have your yeah. group where you're just focusing on yourself and enjoying your personal time and just letting loose, not having yeah. any responsibility, but to laugh and let go. I think there's something about the vineyards and I think you're right. It's like the whole vibe of it, the whole scene, the, live music the the energy the energy there's something about it where it's like everyone is feeling that everyone's just kind of like inhibitions are gone and you're just enjoying and even though it's not you know that far from us it feels like you're really somewhere else yeah so if you can make it to the north fork of long island for a winery weekend i highly highly recommend even for there. even for a day, I mean, I I would suggest maybe staying over, but it is quite expensive. So if there's a way to have a designated driver, but um, even yeah. for like a full day, um, extravaganza, you know, sure. you have <laughs> you'll wind up having a lot of fun. It's 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 a great experience. 
for sure. They just opened a, not just, probably like a year now, a winery in um, Oceanside, which is on the South Shore, close to really? where I live in Long Beach. Yes. So it's weird because I don't know where like their farm is that they're actually making the wine. I don't, mm. I haven't done my research on it, but I'm very intrigued. I love like How a, is it a, a wine winery. Um, How is I a winery? Guess, so we actually Googled this last night. Um, our friend Felicia Googled it and sent it to me because I was like, is it a vineyard or a winery? And what, aren't they the same thing? And she looked it up, and apparently it's that a... Well, vineyard has the plants. It has the... One of them, yes, is where you grow... Okay, so that's what it is. A vineyard is where you grow the grapes, and a winery is where the wine is produced. So this winery, if it's on the South Shore, they must have, like, a vineyard somewhere else, and they're just producing the wine there. You know what I mean? I don't know if I like that. I mean, I think think it's a nice... Just go to a place that serves beautiful wine and have that kind of date or hang out. That's cool. But to me, a winery or a vineyard, for me, it's the property and being on the properties, the whole experience and seeing the different yeah. grapes and being served. It's a whole atmosphere. I like the whole like actual vineyard itself for the experience. Otherwise, you can go anywhere and have a, you know. And have a delicious glass of wine. I agree. Like it's about the seeing the grapes and seeing the field and seeing the barrels and all of that. My favorite part, or not my favorite, my favorite part of the wineries is the wine. Um, My second favorite part is picking out the winery outfit and what I'm wearing to the wineries. And because I feel like that is a full fashion on its own. It definitely is a certain aesthetic and style you have to wear for sure. Yes. Okay, what are your thoughts on an oversized hat, just in general? I think it's really appropriate for a vineyard. (laughs) For the vineyards, right? So our friend and I, once we did, I go to a beach club and our court did like a, after the summer, we did a, a wine day. We took a bus out to the East End and we did one of those, it was called a wine wagon. So it's kind of like those, have you seen them like on bachelorette parties and stuff in like Nashville and Florida where they have, yeah, you know, the pedal taverns. Like the trolleys or whatever. So this was a wine wagon that we, you know, biked from winery to winery. And we, our friend and I were wearing our oversized hats and adorable outfits with like booties and leather jackets probably or a nice cute jean jacket with a little booty. Um, and at our last stop, which was the Live Vodka Distillery, which also, if you're heading out east and you like vodka and you are staying overnight, I don't recommend if you're driving home, but if you're staying overnight, hit the Live Vodka Distillery on your way out because that's where things really take you to the next level. Like it goes from (laughs) being, (laughs) it goes from being like a nice classy day of some wine to, okay, now we just turned up. Um, I want to make this clear, though, even though we are talking and this is my opinion, I don't know, you tell me, but even though we're talking about vineyards and enjoying the vineyards and the Norfolk being absolutely beautiful and a lot of fun mm-hmm. and it's the energy, it's the experience, it's the atmosphere, Long Island wine is not great. <laughs> no, it's I'm not the best wine. It's not the best wine. So I just want to make that clear for all of these people that love wine in the world and, you know, 
it's not California wine. It's not Italy wine. No. It's not France wine. And I love a, a summer in a bottle. a great experience. Yeah. Summer in a bottle is a local Long Island wine, and it is one of my favorite rosés. Highly recommend. Um, and well, they also have an all rosé vineyard out there. So, Which is the one I haven't been to, and rosé is my go-to oh, wine. It's beautiful. It's it's, it's like it's really one, beautiful. It's the only one I haven't been to, I think, and I'm happy because I usually I go a lot with my mom. So the mm-hmm. thing is, is that I usually go with like friends and my mom, and I'm really the only one of our friends. Like you'll have some rosé sometimes. Some of our other friends will have rosé like in the summer, but most of our friends like stick to red wine. I'm mm. I'm the outcast who does the white and the rosé. So it's it's a tough sell in a group of red wine drinkers to go to a rosé only, you know, a rosé only so vineyard. for me, rosé is number one. And Same. I I don't drink white wine at all. It, I probably I probably would like it, but I always rosé, I like the flavor and I like the I don't I like a dry, don't like a fruit. Um fruit. Same. Um with red, it's very thick. And yes. um I have to get through that first glass before I start to enjoy the flavor of what red is. And I normally will suffer through it on a date and wind up liking it, but I won't be out there and like order it on my own, but I would, I've drunk it on dates before. And I have said to myself, okay, this wasn't bad, but it's not something I picked up and continued. Um, And then white, no. If you see me drinking red wine, I'm absolutely hammered. That is the (laughs) only time. I drink red wine when it's like the afters or, and there's nothing left to drink or I'm at like our friend, my friend Jess's house and I'm drinking with her and her husband and I finished my rosé and they're like, well, it's either vodka or red wine. And I'm like, well, I guess I'm having red. And it's, it's funny because I have the same, I think like palate, not that I have that advanced of a palate people. I just want to preface this and say that in college I used to drink wine from a box. So it's not like I think I'm some <laughs> wine connoisseur. But I I don't like a fruity wine, but then I also only like whites and rosés, which are typically more fruity. But you ne- I need it to be dry. As long as it's dry, yeah, I'm in. I like dry too. Um, that's, my, that's my jam. But to be honest, like over the years, I just really don't drink anymore at all. So I will socially drink and I enjoy social drinking. But other than that, I really don't drink. You know, it's odd yeah. I'm drinking right now. <laughs> Just don't. It's an occasion. (laughs) It is occasion. But like, I honestly never drink anymore. I've gone like a year longer without drinking really. So for, so I, for you. Oh, thanks. Yeah. No, I really just, it, I got to grew out of it because I, I have the anxiety of the after drinking. Like when you wake up the next morning, I have anxiety. I have anxiety, like bad. And even though okay. um, it's innocent, um, it's probably stems when we were younger. But, um, you know, I just I don't like that feeling. It also takes me a lot longer to recuperate after the drinking. So for me, I just it I, I understand it doesn't really agree with me anymore. So I really just don't drink. I drink. Uh <laughs> you not do. that like not to sound like I'm an alcoholic, but <laughs> you love it. You I love like a good a- drink. I like a cocktail. I like a glass of wine. I also, though, don't drink by myself. Like this, I'm yeah. sitting here in my apartment, so I'm technically drinking by myself, but it's because I know that I'm with you and right. we're potting. Um, 
But otherwise, like, I'm not the type who comes home after a long day and is like, I'm going to pour a glass of wine. And if you are, more power to you. I'm just not. I will, like, put on a TV show and zone out that way or, like, read my book. I am more of a social drinker because I... I'm also like a chatty Kathy when I drink. So Me too. I, so to drink by myself in my house, what? Then I'm just going to go through my whole phone book and call people, which has probably happened at some point. So it's <laughs> like, there's no, there's no point for me. So I think, you know, well, when I was younger, definitely, I probably, I'm sure I would come home and pour a glass of wine. As I've gotten older, I'm more like, no. And it's also like not worth the calories. I try to be good during the week. But You're more of a, been- you have to be in the mood to drink. I right. am more of like a, I have to be in a social setting. Then I'm like, yeah, let's have a drink. Why not? Yeah. Back to fall fashion. I want to know your thoughts on something. Um, taking away from the necessarily vineyard fashion, but just fall in general. High boots are coming back in. I know. I used to love in. that look. Me I too. I love that look. But I'm then I got happy it's back. Are you? Because I got so far away from it that I'm like, am I happy about this? I went full in on the booty. I I never liked the booty, to be honest. Really? Because, yeah, because I was a soccer player, so I have thick thighs. I have, you know, nice size calves. I have a thick thigh too. The proportions with the booty, I didn't love unless I had something longer that was covering my okay. you know, mid area. I like a good uh, knee high. For me, you could wear a pant or not wear a pant, stockings, wear it with a dress or skirt, and it always takes it to a different level than what, for me, a booty did on my body. And so I like it on other people, but for me personally, I'm kind of stoked about the knee high back. So I like a knee high. I like that you said that because I prefer a knee high with a dress or a skirt. Because mm-hmm. I'm so short, I think that's why I don't like a knee high with like a pant. Because then I mm-hmm. feel like it makes me look like it takes over my whole leg. And I'm like, well, there's my, I don't have a leg anymore. I'm just shoe. <laughs> because like, I'm so you're short. In like, you're in a baby jumper. Yeah. It's just like. <laughs> you're in a onesie. It's shoes and then my torso <laughs> is what I feel like I look like. <laughs> so. <laughs> If I'm in a skirt or a dress. The image, the image I have of you is wild. <laughs> oh my God, it's too good. <laughs> One fashion thing that I like that I saw at when I was at a fall festival last weekend um, that everyone was wearing, and it's been out for a few seasons now, but it's the vest, the puffer vest. It's been a few seasons that people are super into the puffer vest. I People look so cute, and it is perfect for this kind of weather. When you're like, no, you're going to be outside all day and you don't want to be in a jacket, but you know you're going to get cold if you're just, if you don't wear a jacket. So you put on a little puffer vest over a long sleeve. Love how it looks on other people. I hate it on me. And I think it's because I don't want to add any more puffiness to what's happening here. So when we were younger in high school, pu- the puffer vests were like full steam ahead. And I had in every they're color, back, I, had, I had every version of it. Yes. But now they're back cropped also. So, oh, yeah. Um, the and I like, puffer vest. I like it on a lot of girls, but Love I, know my, I know my body and it's not something I'll get down with. I'd rather wear like a, a scarf poncho and um, wear that over you a look, thick sweater. Yes. You and, do look really good in a scarf poncho. I won't lie. So that, that is more what I'm leaning towards for that extra layer of warmth. 
than okay. the puffer because the puffer is just not um fitting this it's this... not flattering for me it's like right i i don't want to add any more layers to here there's enough layers yeah. naturally the problem i have and this is not i love a booty this is not against anyone who has a booty my problem is that i'm short with a booty so it's really hard to shop for jeans I don't think I've in my life ever been able to buy a pair of jeans and not had to have them either taken in at the waist because I need to buy up to get it over my ass, but then it's too big on my waist or it's fine. It sits right. If it's like a lower, a mid rise, but then they're so fucking long that I have to have them hanged. Mid rise. I can't wear mid rise right now. I mean, I and prefer low rise. high rise. Low rise is just not in the books. So I get that it's back, but it's just never making it, it into this house. So it is not high happening. Rise, high rise mom jeans still is yes. um, my viable option. So it's Low okay. rise is not happening for this 37-year-old ex- body. I've accepted it. I really have. I've, I have accepted I've, it. And yeah. I think you guys should go and rock your low rise jeans. And, <laughs> you know, I could have, I, I, I'll live vicariously through them. Um, the over the knee high, the over knee boots. I really hope they're fitting these calves this season. So that's the one thing I hate when you're shopping for fall shoes and and you're looking for those boots that what? either the zipper, if the zipper's only half, and like you gotta rely on the rest, or if it's just a pull up, like I don't know. So what I'm a hoping... dagger to the chest, <laughs> yeah. dagger to the chest when you find the boot. And you can't get it over your calf. Oh, (laughs) God, like straight up dagger to the heart. You're like, great, great. There goes that. My fashion is ruined. Uh, My aunt, my aunt actually told me. So my aunt and my uncle, sidebar kind of, they just got back a little while ago from Italy celebrating their 30th wedding anniversary, which is amazing. Yeah. And it was their first time in Europe. So that was really cool. Um, and my aunt was like talking about how she was so stressed with her outfits for the whole trip. And she was, you know, really planning ahead. And like, she really planned ahead. She packed her outfits, everything she wanted, like beautifully ironed. And anyone who's been to Europe and Italy knows like, ironing is not really a thing. They're not big on their appliances there. You're not walking around with good AC and dishwashers and all that. This is homegrown. And you're not plugging sh- things in. No. <laughs> fire hazard not happening (laughs) so she was like freaking out because she's like I really was putting so much I wanted the look to be right and everywhere we went because she's like I also don't know when we're doing this again so I want to I want to like I want to look at these pictures and be like yeah I got it right and she said that someone another woman who was a part of their like tour that they booked it through told her one of the days towards the end that she loved her fashion all week and that she looked like effortless and oh, I'm like, that's, effortless that's, that's the is best probably comment. the best compliment ever to be told that 100%. your fashion, your style looks effortless. That's the goal. But you, it's not even really, for me, it's not for anybody else. It's more for um, it's me to feel 1, comfortable. 1,000% for me. For confident in myself, right. And I yeah. want to feel, you know, if I'm going to a particular thing, I want to be geared in that style. Yes. So. Well, have you heard this saying? And I... This is me, like, thousand percent. Uh, that, like, women don't dress for men. They dress for other women. Yeah. I don't give a... You think that a man 
knows, unless he's like a man who's actually into fashion and those, I love when you walk in and you meet a man who actually knows what he's talking about a little bit. Um, but unless you have a guy who's into fashion, they're like, wait, what do you mean? I don't know. When did you wear that? They have no idea what you're talking about. It's amazing <laughs> because most men, and like I said, there are men who take a lot of pride in what they wear. Um, but most men just kind of roll out of bed and, you know, I dated a guy once who had to wear a suit for work and he had three suits, I think. And then like three more pairs of dress pants that he would just rotate through. And I'm oh, like, yeah, well, so you just wear the so same three suits all the time. And he was like, so, yeah. And I'm like, huh? That's funny because I've worked in men's fashion for you work in men's fashion. 10 years. Yeah. So, so for me, it's just such a common, um, yeah, you cycle through the trousers, you cycle through the blazers, or you do the full suit. Can't wash one without the other. The dialogue changes. So you have to make sure you wash it together, but you don't wash it often because it will ruin the fabric. So it's like, yeah, they they just interchange the shirts and the ties. I And I don't even get that dressed up for work. Like, I work in a school. I'm not, you know, I didn't work in fashion. Like, you worked in fashion. So I feel like you probably did have to put some thought into what you wore to work every day. Every because day. Every day. That's you had too to much a, pressure had, for me. You had to dress business. Um, business yeah. casual, but really on the business side, yeah. But also like stylish because you're, mm-hmm. you're helping people navigate their style. It's like when you go to a hair salon, you don't want the girl doing your hair or the guy doing your hair to have shit hair. Mm-hmm. You're like, wait a second. If you're walking out of the house like that, I don't want you touching it. what's happening here. So when you work in fashion, you... Like for as a customer, you go in, you want the people there to not only be business casual, but business casual and in style, like on trend. I am business casual at my job and style or fashion or trend is not an, is not necessarily a requirement, let's say, as it would be an unspoken requirement when you work in fashion. Well, also the biggest thing is, especially, is the fit. It has to fit you right because- yeah. A- Customer is not going to shop with you if you're wearing an oversized blazer or if you're wearing baggy ass pants that aren't tailored and trim tapered properly. Right. So, you know, you just got to you got to be in tune with it. You got to know when to wear mm-hmm. the collar pin. You got to know when to wear the tie pin. You got to know when you want to wear the accessories and and the pocket squares. You know, there's different options. So you got to you know, you change it up and you you know, you make it work. You change you wear like yeah. a funky windowpane blazer with a basic pant you know or you can wear with jeans and a blazer and a white button down with dress shoes like there's so many options for men that can interchange this look but women you have skirts you have dresses you have trousers you have these and that's why our closets need to be bigger we need more options than they do you have heels you have flats you have loafers you have boots you i mean so women have it's so much that you have to, you know, accommodate to where men really just interchange within a few yes. um, fits. Yeah. Also, women notice when you're wearing the same thing. Whereas uh, men, yeah. men can kind of get away with it. But the women, they're like, didn't she wear that a few days ago? Yes. Like you, A man you can wear the same black suit. If he, a man has four weddings in a year, he can wear that same black suit to every wedding and just change his shirt and tie. A woman can have four weddings that year and she cannot wear the same dress to all four, not if you're posting it on social media and not if it's the same group of friends. And that is another thing that I hate about social media because I had a dress. I had a wedding last March that would have been perfect for a wedding that I had this September, but I posted it on social media and I'm like, I can't wear that dress now to this wedding. It's going to look like I'm 
recycling, which there's nothing wrong with that. And again, that's probably just in my fucking head. But like, no, that's every girl feels that way. Why can't we recycle? Should we embrace the recycling? I don't know. We should embrace this recycling. Of course we should. But yes, women recycle. Know. Okay. Recy- reuse, recycle. My friend Ashley used to say that about me that I like to recycle because I was, I used to backslide a lot with a guy, with guys like a guy would come back into the picture two years later and I'd be like, yeah, I'm going to hang out with him again. She's like, Jesus, <laughs> always recycling. I have one last thing about fall fashion and I am curious because I know you're not a nail person. I love a manicure. I, love to get a know, manicure. I am a nail person. I love getting manicures, but I have brittle nails. So oh. I can't do what I want to do because I'm allergic to powder and gel. And oh. so I can't, I can't do much with my nails. So I get, I, I love getting, I love getting it done. I love going to the salon. I will do it every two weeks for my nails and every month for my toes. Like I was always doing it, but um, I'm kind of into the bare nails right now because I'm trying to get my nails to feel thick and, and healthy. Again. Yeah. Didn't you have a job once or have you ever had a job where they like don't let you have loud nail colors? I've heard of that where some jobs will put in their every like, job their employee handbook that you every job you've had where yes. you can't wear like you can basically do like nude. Only neutral or French. Yeah. Crazy. I think I'd go French all day. Well, I do love a neutral. Here's my thing. I love a neutral nail, even though you wouldn't guess it by with my nails now. I love a neutral nail, neutral nail, and I love a white nail. I personally feel like unless I'm tan, it makes me look more pale if I have a neutral nail. But then when I see it on other people, I don't think they look pale. I agree it's with you. It's just about me. I've never gotten a nude nail on my nails before. Okay. I've always done a French. I've done Peak Snow, I think it's called, which is okay, a light pink. Okay, I love pink. a Peak Snow. It's super light pink. I've done that. Yeah, and then I've done like a Go Giza, the light purple. Oh. And then I've done like a navy, like a, a navy, and then I've done a white. And that's the really because reds look that's off on me. I'm I'm a pink I have pink like undertones. So in the summer I'll do like a bright pink, but um those are the only ones that I do. I've never I and I red. like nude. I agree with you. I love nude on other people. It looks yeah. amazing. But on me, I just feel like it blends into my fingers and you can't even tell I have nails. And I don't like that. Right. That's how I feel. I love a red though. I though have been getting into exploring with my nails and like trying designs. This new, it's not new anymore. It's probably been around for like a year and a half. This nail salon by us opened up. um, And they just do like everyone, They almost everyone there can really do like a good design. So I'm like, you know what? Let me embrace this and try it out. And I've been experimenting. Um, so when I was looking at what I'm going to do next with my fall colors and my fall nail, the, so denim blue is apparently a big trend. Denim Ooh, blue I love, for the nail. I love any, I love anything denim blue related. I think I could be into that, right? Um, yeah. The like mauves and browns, like that kind of mixture. If you're doing a design, doing like a mauve and Pretty. a brown. Pretty. Yeah, I thought that sounded nice. And what I'm super intrigued by, and it sounds weird. But I'm thinking with a chrome over, it probably looks super cool. Gunmetal gray. See, gray washes me out. I can't have gray on my body. Not but even if you wearing cro- a sweater. Not even clothes. You don't wear gray. I feel like my wardrobe is black and gray and tan. See, gray just drowns me out too much. So really? I, anytime I did have gray, I almost 
I almost just got rid of it in my collection. I know it's a staple, but it just washes me out too much. So I don't wear silver. I don't wear gray. But I like the chrome look. Like, I think the nail chrome look looks so good. Okay. I have a question. Mm -hmm. Do you decorate your apartment for the fall? Or, like, not even the fall, for the seasons? Or are you, like, because you know how you'll sometimes go by, like, my mom, for example. Every season, everything she goes hard, hard, yeah, and the whole inside the bathroom has a theme. Everything it's like October 1st, spooky season, November 1st, Thanksgiving, December 1st, Christmas, January, winter wonderland. <laughs> it's every she's changing the decor inside, outside, all of it. And I'm, she has like soap dispensers that go with the season and things <laughs> like that. And I'm like, I have a fall. I have a leaf runner on my coffee table and a couple pumpkins and a welcome sign out front. And that's my idea of fall decor. But what are your um, thoughts on it? I grew up in a Is house. Is that just a that, mom thing? No, I grew up in a house where that was not a thing. Um, really? My mom did the, yeah, we did the pumpkins outside. We did the carving and stuff because the activity. But no, my mom never did decorations like really? that. Um, and then I don't either. A, I live in New York City in a studio. I have no storage space. So I have to drag my Christmas stuff from my parents' house and it's bins. Okay. So um, that's enough for me. And that's the only season I actually decorate, which is odd because I don't actually celebrate Christmas. But <laughs> I love Christmas. I love the season. I love bring what it brings people together I think it's beautiful I love snow so I get so into that season I'll put like snowflakes on my windows like I'll go I'll have the candles I'll go out but for this stuff no I don't have Mm -hmm. the space for it and it's too short of a season and honestly I hate how short Christmas is because it takes so long to set up so that like you set it up and then you only have like a few weeks to enjoy it. And then you're like, crap, now I got to take this all scrap down. All so if I, had, if I had a house and I owned a house, I maybe part, I might, might participate be a in the full season stuff because I do love decor. I do love feeling the seasons. So I might change that when I, when I, when, when I get to own a home point. maybe or have a home or like, yeah, because yeah. you're right. Like sometimes there's something about like having a yard. I have a question for you. Yeah. Hit me for with me, it. For me, I feel like fall is getting into dating, right? So it's hibernation, cuffing season. It's time to find your cuddle person yep, or your life. That's life-er. what the kids or your, say, cuffing season. Or, or your lifer, you know, like you're trying yeah. to find that person. Yes. So what is a date you would, like a more practical date for fall that you would enjoy doing? That doesn't like involve a fall festival or like apple picking. Okay. Right. I think fall for me is a perfect time and to be like, let's go, let's go to brunch. Let's go for a walk. Um, again, I'm build, I'm take like living off my environment and that like my favorite time to walk the boardwalk is in the fall. It's not as crowded. You need a nice hoodie. The air on the beach in the fall has just like, a, it's almost like a different smell. Like, let's go get a coffee and walk the boardwalk. And then maybe you grab lunch after if you really want to, or you don't, or you just walk back to your cars. I don't know. But that would be, I'd be into that. 
a I nice like casual first date. Or, ooh, you know what I'd love? But this might be like a second or third date when you like know them a little better, maybe. I love a fire pit, a fall fire pit. Mm. So if you could find somewhere that has fire pits or you have a fire pit. I wish I'd the like beaches that. allowed that. You know, some certain know. beaches along the coast will let you do like a yeah, bonfire. Yeah, but... you can. What would your so, idea of like a nice fall, like casual fall date? Because you like so a I, fire pit. You're good at making do, a fire. Oh, thanks. I, I do take pride <laughs> in that. Yes. <laughs> I really do. I'm bad at it. <laughs> I love it. It's a craftsmanship, I feel like. I um, have not been able to get a fire going with like a fucking Dora Flame log. I am awful <laughs> at it. So. Oh my God, that's great. Um, no, for me, I like the ice skating rinks are set up in the city. Um, so Rockefeller Center, Bryant Park, Central Ooh. Park. Um, that would be nice to go for a walk wait, in Central so Park. They, and- a walk in Central Park sounds great. But wait, they started already setting up the ice skating rinks? Yeah, they're already set up. Yeah. I would rather go ice skating now in this weather than in the winter, I think. I like both, but I get what you mean by that. I just thought about this. What about like a comedy show for a first date? Oh, I love going to a comedy show. I love that going to comedy. Fun. Comedy Cellar is a lot of fun. It's easy to get into. Gotham Comedy Club is great. Um, yeah. And I enjoy that too. I like going to Bleecker Street. Bleecker Street has a lot of character down there. Yeah. And you can oh, kind of just pop downtown. in. Yeah, I'm totally into the comedy club. I love that you said that. Forgot that about could be that. a good first date. Throwing it out yeah. there to the ether. I, uh, <laughs> this young girl that I work with told me, and she's only been working with us for a few months, but she told me the other day that I need to stop um, saying things like with if and start saying when and start just putting things out there in the universe. I'm like, okay, you're right. Because I'll be like, well, if I ever get married. And she's like, when you get married. I'm like, thank you. Or like, if I'm like, if I ever have kids, she's like, when you have kids. She's like, if it's something you want, you have to say it like it's going to happen. You can't use the if. And I was like, you know what? You're right. The idea that, and I know this isn't a new idea, but of that, like, if you keep putting it out there, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That it'll actually. I, I, I agree. I think you want to put that positive yeah. connotation on it because you want to keep putting the good energy out there, the good vibes, and that's what will yeah. come your way. If you keep resonating in that and dwelling in that that negative side of it that's it just kind of eats at you you know yeah so it's you like want to keep building up yeah yeah all mm-hmm. right well so from now on i'm gonna say when we go on a great date when I like that. <laughs> all right well i think that's all we've got for today thanks for tuning in and uh send us any topics or stories that you'd like us to cover and deep dive and we look forward to you listening in to our next episode in the uh next few weeks till winter really hits that you embrace your inner fall basic bitch (laughs) 